Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Sustainiacs. I'm Mike Vincent. She's Emma Whiteman. We are the Sustainiacs. Uh, I forget what number episode this is one, but this is cool because I really wanted to do this one really bad, Emma, because I wanted to use the the pun Optimus Primex. That's why I was pushing these guys so bad. So this this one's going to be called Optimus Primex, and we've got uh, Doug uh, Borgsdorf. I hope I uh, pronounced that correctly. I believe I did. Uh, who is uh, your uh, uh, business unit director at at Primex? Right. I am. Okay, so what 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 does that mean? Give us a little bit of your Primex is a plastics manufacturer and much much more. We'll get into that. Let's learn a little bit about you uh, just to start off. Right? How did you get stuck there? Did you get like this fungus on you like I did, and I was stuck in transportation for the next thirty four years, just couldn't get rid of it, or or, or what was it? How'd you get into plastics and what you're doing now? Uh, it's it's a it's a wild story. You don't have much. Uh, you don't have enough time to really go into it, but I'll, I'll give you a movie to graduate. <laughs> I worked in the hotel industry, was in Boston. I met a guy and he said, Hey, I think that you should be in the plastics business. And I said, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? He goes, well, we make plastics colored. I said, doesn't it just come that way? I don't mean, I don't know anything about it. And, uh, two weeks later, I was in the plastics business working third shift and uh, running an extruder. And that was 1994. And here we are. Wow. So, what a recruiting uh, technique. I thought maybe you'd turn around and say, let's take it outside, buddy. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was at a bar, so you know. Hey. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to take that from you, man. <laughs> I should be in plastics. Get out of here, man. So, uh, yeah. So, and and here you are. What? So, twenty two? No. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Thirty years. Twenty eight years in the business. Twenty eight years. Yep. Twenty eight. Twenty eight years. years in business. Excellent. Wow, that's a long time. So. Let, let's talk about, uh, you know, we're all about education and, and awareness, and that's what we're talking to, uh, about here, right? We're, we bring together really the corporate and the private citizens, the consumers, uh, together, the two different sides uh, to, to kind of to melt away that hype and take away that division that we see so much in, in, our, in our population, particularly in politics, right? I'm not going to get into politics, but everybody knows we're very polarizing on our politics and, and so on, right? And Everybody, in, including the plastics manufacturers, <gasps> shocker, want uh, the planet to be around for like a long time for the kids and everything else like that. So everybody's really on the same page. And the more we can understand what each other is doing and how we can help each other do that and share the burden of those responsibilities, the better things are going to be. Because getting rid of plastics is not the answer, folks. Yeah. It, it just isn't. One, they're too ingrained. You can't. Uh, and two, can you imagine how awful things would be if we didn't have the benefits and blessings that we can get from plastic? It's the irresponsible use and irresponsible, uh, uh, disposal and not reusing them that kills it. Right. Uh, you and I both Doug know, and you know better than I do that Primex has a great mission statement. Let's dig into that a little bit, right? Let's, let's dig into that middle that, that mission statement, but first, who are you guys? And I have a feeling that when you say who is Primex or explain who Primex is, you're going to tell us a bunch about that mission statement because I've been there before, Emma. And I'll tell you what, the people walk the talk. You know, there. yeah, Primex is, uh, we're, we're pretty unique. Uh, uh, I think that if you got to know us, we, yes, we're, our basis and our foundation is plastics, but uh, we're a human capital company. And um, we wake up every day just like you do and uh, try to make everything better for the communities that we're in and everything better for our employees. Everybody always says it's, it's really easy. We could all go buy a, an extruder. We can all go buy equipment. Equipment is, is easy. The human side is not. That's really at, at the core of any business is the people that you have around you. And that's, that's what Primex built its foundation. We're a family run business since its infancy. And uh, we still value that just like it was over 50 years ago when we started. Um, so that's, again, that's why we, we entrench ourselves uh, or try to entrench ourselves in our communities to really be uh, a leader. Everybody always talks about its profits, this and every business is in business to make money. But uh, we're taught, we talk about sustainable growth. And that now comes with a lot of responsibility for how we operate. 
Um, so again, it's uh, when we wake up, we're just like everybody else. We're waking up to try and make sure that we're, we're good stewards of our community, which is also our planet. <laughs> and then yeah, obviously exactly. employees, right? So, and we know plastics isn't going to go anywhere. It saves lives every day. So how we, how we better do that and our responsible manufacturers is no different than how the steel manufacturers had to be better steel manufacturers uh and their beginnings we, we every day we want to be better than we were yesterday and i think everybody wakes up and says i want to be better for my kids i want to be a better dad i want to be a better mom i want to be a better neighbor it's it's just instilled in us so what does that look like for Primex? So I see I see your mission statement here, but for those of them who, those people that might not see it right here, like what does community engagement look like and, and bettering the planet, like how does that take form with Primex? Well, it's a, it, there's an array of ways to look at it. Obviously, you know, nine manufacturing facilities across the country and, and, and in the UK is you, you first have to start at home. So the, obviously, uh, there's two two prongs to that, and I, and I love when you you guys talk about education. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we really try to do is go talk to the youngsters, mm-hmm. right? We go. Uh, we had Girls Inc. in for a tour, right? You know, I was just at one of the elementary schools walking through, and and how we can educate uh, the kids today on um, there is a great path in in the manufacturing world, not just in plastics, just in general, a great career opportunity. Sure. Uh, and we need those great, crafty, cool ideas that, you know, if I need help today, I'm calling my son and I, you like, I can't get my iPhone to do this. <laughs> right? exactly. so we need that. So the first step is to go out and engage ourselves with the youth on what, what plastics really is, what it really does. How do we really protect doctors, nurses? How do we make a car more efficient and, and really talk about, but please, when you're done with that plastic bottle, don't throw it over the edge of the boat because we can do some really cool things with that if you tell your mom and dad just to put it in the right bin. So you have to start at that age because they're being, a lot of times you get programmed to say where plastics is like this big floating island in the ocean. Well, I'm a plastics manufacturer. I didn't throw it in the ocean. And I promise you, Primex doesn't. We want everything that you can give us back. We want it back. That now that so that is a great statement. It is also, as you well know, and Emma Wells well knows, that is a it is a hot button for for a lot of people, right? That that will say that you know back in the eighties, et cetera, you know we were sold this bill of goods about how it's great for you, and we used to see the Native Americans standing by the side of the road with a tear in his eye, and they've been blaming the consumer ever since. Well, that's that. I don't believe that's that's the case, and I don't believe Primex says, "Hey, it's the consumer's fault." What you're saying is it's both sides, right? We both have to work together and understand that this what is. I mean, because you know as well as I do, Doug, we talked about this before. CEO of, of P&G not a year ago said, we can't hit our ESG goals because we can't get enough plastic back. You, you want the plastic. It's the infrastructure and stuff like that that is screwed up. So you know, as a corporation you, can only be so proactive about getting right, it back. Right, 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 right. You have to meet in the middle because you need to say, okay, we have these programs available for people who for, for to do some damage control, but then also on the flip side, we can't do that. We, we can't do our recycling if we have nothing to recycle, right? I mean, it, right. It, it really exactly. is. How do you build that infrastructure and how do you support that infrastructure? And I think that's, again, why we try to engage in the community, and especially with the youth, because the crafty ideas, let's be honest, today the technology is there. And the more ideas we can get, uh, it, you're not... It's, it's like any company. I, I'm sitting in my office right now, but I spend very limited time in my office. The actual fun and the energy is on the floor. Oh, the sure. The fun and sure. energy is in the classroom. That's where the ideas are coming from. So the more we can, we can educate and get ideas on how we can be better stewards, the better off we all are. And it has to work in unison. It does. And I love the fact that you talked about talking to the kids because they'll go to the parents and say, hey, you, it'll work if you do this and throw your plastics there. And this is how easy it is, because not only are you educating the future stewards 
of the planet, but you're also educating and changing the mindset of the baby boomers and the Gen Xers and my, you know, like myself. And you're pretty close. Uh, I'm probably closer to a baby boomer than you are, actually. But um, it is uh, it's that na- it's that shame and blame that works, right? You know, well, the kids say, hey, I mean, just that's do this. the way the world's been built now is a whole world is an excuse. We're going to point the finger here, point the finger there. <laughs> well, you're getting and the kids to tell the parents, hey, do this, right? That that works. Yeah, it I don't want to get done. into the politics of it. I want to get into the being uh, and, and Primex does. That's one of the reasons I joined Primex, Primex eight years ago was because they have that passion and they let you run with it. They don't hold you back. You can go explore new ideas and they like when you trip and fall. So we're all going to trip and fall, but aren't we supposed to just pick each other up? Yeah. Right. And this is something we talk yeah. about all the time on the pod. Like if you're not trying anything, nothing will ever get done. If you're sticking to the same mold that you know, and you're never exploring new options, like you will not get the results that you want to see because you need that trial and error. You need that falling down and helping each other back up and learning from each other to actually make a difference. So. Yeah. Yeah. I always laugh. I said, you know, uh, this is a horrible uh, description, but the best time in my career, the best reminder of how we as a as a country and a human race adapt was COVID. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So uh, these challenges opened up. Nobody thought the world was going to get locked down. And all of a sudden we needed to be inventing dividers or face shields for our medical professionals. And Primex never did that. No, and, and it no. all came out of hourly employees. So, so but it, it's a good reminder as a leader in the plastics business three is, is being adaptable, right? And yes. listening. And I think that's one of the things that the plastics industry is getting better, but we still need to listen more to the ideas of how we can become even stronger. Right. So let's talk about that a little bit. And I, and I agree with you 100 percent. I mean, the, the, the pandemic was amazing for advancing our society in many, many ways. Uh, the, you know, the, advancements, the biggest leaps forward in any society and particularly the ones that we have right now. We just saw it happen during times of stressful, big, stressful situations. Yeah. That's when things yet. Frank Zappa said it right. I mean, necessity is the mother of invention. No, he didn't say. It doesn't that. Surprise he said, me he, said he said he said watch out for that yellow snow, but he did have the mothers of invention where the that's what it was. Anyways, you know what I'm saying? It, it necessity breeds invention and you're talking about that. Now, Primex has been around for a while and I get why you joined them because you're you're coming across loud and clear. One of their things in their community and their mission statement says corporate behavior and protect the environment. Protect the environment has changed since that was written, has it not? I mean, that's a oh. huge difference. It used to be in the production side only, right? Produce in a, in a responsibility in a responsible manner. But now the plastics industry and all of us are learning how the other end of that has to be done, right? Can you talk about yep. that, how that has changed over the years? It, it really has changed. I mean, before you, you made a product, you pushed the product out the door, you sold it, you, you, you hopefully made your margin and you moved on. Um, uh, Primex took a really different approach and we chased that product all the way through its entire life cycle to our customers. And they say, Hey, well, I end up only using 90% of what you send to me. And it's, well, okay, well, we want the 10% back. And so we set trucks and trailers up to bring everything back, put it back into a product. So that was, that was step one. So oh, okay. there's two, side, two sides to that. Obviously there's always a need for us to get more and more back. So we can grow the business in a sustainable way. But we also wanted to reduce the, the strain on some of our smaller customers. I mean, we, we literally are behind the scenes. You don't go and buy a Primex shampoo bottle. You don't go yeah. and buy a Primex canoe. I was going to say, you guys are like the BASF of plastics, right? Remember those commercials? We don't make yep. the light bulb. We make the light bulb better. That's what yep. you guys are, right? Yeah. Gotcha. And, and, and really, we're, we were built by an entrepreneur who respected entrepreneurs so we really stay behind the scenes and try and be crafty of how we support them. Well, then we see that, okay, we have to be better stewards of the world. So if you're not, you're not using all of what we send you, we want it back. We'll buy it back. We'll, we'll help you come up with a way so it doesn't end up in the compactor. Um, so, the, you know, that's one way. The other, the other way is being uh, very responsible for the pellets that we use. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't go into the water stream. They don't fall on the floor. And um, and that that takes that goes all the way down to the person in, in the hourly in, in the plant. 
So I don't think there's one person, if you went through Primex, who doesn't understand the value that it is to not let stuff go to waste. Yeah. And you talk will, about nerd, you talk about nurdles, right? The little pellets, aren't they called nurdles yeah, as well? Yeah. 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 And I uh, think yeah. that's so important, but I mean, so it, it, it you know, before we, again, we sold the product, we shipped the product, you paid us. Now we were engaged and entrenched with you about, okay, well, what could we do with that product? And a lot of the times, and it was so exciting is, you can bring back that and make a secondary product for that customer to grow. Where now they're saying, well, I'm using 30%, 40%, 50% recycled content, and it's their own product. Mm. It's, product they they anything, right? it's, their, it's their same product. Yeah, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah. And I don't know how, you know, I always said when I got in the plastics industry, I walked in, I smell melting plastic, and it excites <laughs> you because you're nervous about a new job. Yeah, yeah, Every yeah. Year, I walk into Primex and I get excited about, well, man, what are we going to make next? What are we going to do next? What is our customer going to design? It's it's so much fun to see. Um, it, 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 I do. I get goosebumps even talking about it. So are you guys actually making products for people as well? Like, uh, you know, branded products for them, uh, like you're making bespoke things? Or are you guys uh, uh, making the plastics that then go to other manufacturers or both? Well, it's, it's really unique. When you talked about before, Primex is very vertically integrated. So we're three divisions. So we have a color group that makes additives, UV stabilizers, flame retardants for automotive applications, impact modifiers. We then have the sheet group, which is our largest. We're extruding sheet. You'd see that in portable potties, kayaks, canoes, paddle boats, right. Uh, right. returnable pallets, plastic pallets to reduce the use of lumber. Uh, and then you have our fabrication group, which is our smaller group. And they do everything from um, returnable packaging to ship uh, housing, headlight housings back and forth through automotive um, all the way to uh, uh, signages that you would see in Home Depot or Menards um, where they're trying to reduce the the use of cardboard and, and lumber because the plastic can be brought back, reground and re re extruded and put back into a package. So it's a really unique system. So, we always say we're behind the scenes. We don't make a product. So mostly what we're doing is we're servicing, you know, big box stores or big brands. Gotcha. 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 So you guys, uh, in your uh, expanded, I did the full sustainability mission statement and I've got questions about it because I think it really, really speaks to what you guys are, are doing there. It's excellent. Very, very well written. Um, did you write it, Doug? <laughs> I did not. Okay. <laughs> we have a, we have a, a, Blake runs our, our plant in Reedsburg and he has a sustainability team that encompasses about 10 people across all our business units. Oh, okay. They, gotcha. they came up with that and they, they really hit a home run. No, they really did. It really is. It really is good. I could tell how ingrained it is because you're speaking to it very, very well. And I saw the, the video that I, I, I posted the video. So go check that out on my LinkedIn and, and, and uh, Twitter uh, and all that kind of stuff at the Sustainiacs and also Michael Vincent. I put out the video of, of you talking about and a lot of it shows through this. But uh, you, 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 in it, you say the family of company, the Primex family of companies is dedicated to meeting the needs of the present without compromising the needs of the future. And that's what we're talking about right there. That is right off the bat, right in the beginning. Pow, you really don't even have to say anything else. Uh, but you guys further go into that. But what does that look like? And, and what is that balance at Primex? Because we talk about how we get to that future. And sometimes you've got to make some investments. And it's going to be a little bit before you see those returns, right? What does that look like, in, in your opinion, for Primex and maybe the plastics industry at large? I mean... Starting here with, at home with Primex is, and I love that we're a family business. We we drive that home. You know, I, when I walk through the plant, I have I have couples. So I have a you know a Mike Fritz who runs my third shift. His wife Maria runs our quality uh, on uh, in our sample department on first shift. So I, we have it's a family business. So and they have kids. So. At Primex, if we're not reminded walking through our plant, I mean, our, our president, Mike Kramer, has been with the organization for over 45 years and started wow. on the production floor. So we want to give our community and our employees the opportunity for their kids to work for us, so their great grandkids to work for us. So if we're not thinking down the road, we always say 80-20, and it's really become 50-50. 80-20 is 
80% of what we need to do today to have the business function, 20% looking down the road. Right. Because we're in plastics, we've really shifted to 50% to take care of today and 50% what, what do we need to do to make sure it's sustainable for generation three, four, five. Um, yeah. and, and, and so that's really what the core has become. And it does take investment. I mean, our capital expenditures are, uh, I'd say 30% of them are all related to how do we make plastics more viable or more sustainable in the future? How do we recapture more from our customers? Do we up how what we buy back? Do we park trucks at their facilities? Do we find a sorting facility? And, and we have it, obviously all of our facilities recycle, but obviously in Richmond, Indiana, we have one that recycles over 200 million pounds a year. All combined will be north of 260 this year. Yeah, that's what I got. I mean, that's on your website and that's what's in that video as well. It's amazing. It's, I mean, you know, wow. That's more than entire communities do. Yeah, it, it, it makes it, it, it makes it nice for our customers. But then same thing when we talk about education, and I think education is key. We're doing a, a, a bottle cap, you know, propylene cap uh, with the local schools where they bring them back. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And water bottles. And we bring them in and we show them what we can do with them. Now we're spending a lot of our, our investment dollars on how do we separate plastics? How do we uh, uh, modify them to make sure they're sustainable for the next application? How do we make sure they're colored? Because a lot of times you'll see plastic and it's 100% recycled and it, it only comes in a shade of gray or black, right? So now we're saying, well, wait a minute, we can make it a really slick color and we can reuse it two or three or four times uh, yeah. before its life cycle's over. So those are a lot of the investment dollars. I think, again, like I said before, is see that? I think the, yep, there's a guitar pick made out of recycled plastic. You're darn right. They're pla those are bottle caps specifically. Some of the coolest stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but I think, you know, what we found out over the last couple of years is we can throw a lot of money at a, equipment. And now what we're really doing is, and we have a very, very uh, slick human capital development plan. We're investing in our employees to say, go and find what you want to try and tell us what we should be doing. It, it's so mm. easy when you get to, uh, you know, uh, I have the director title. I'm only as good as the people I have given me ideas. Well, so that kind, of, that kind of brings up another question, I feel like, for me. So, like, another part of your mission statement is sustainability is collaborative, interdisciplinary field, which all stakeholders contribute, which I, I love that idea. So who are those stakeholders? Like, what? who are you exactly considering as your... Well, our stakeholders are everybody who comes in contact with Primex, whether that's a customer, a supplier. Um, you know, the last thing that we always talk about is is the is the shareholders. That's the furthest down because everything else is easy, right? For them, if we if we line up all of so our communities, our stakeholders, so we educate the community, we educate our employees on you know if you have an idea, there is literally no wrong idea, and we always laugh. You know, if you're in if you're in first or second grade and they ask you what two plus two is, we're all like this. Yes, we all yeah. know. Then you get into junior high and not everybody raises their hand. And by the time you're in high school, the only ones who raise their hands are the ones that, you know, I probably picked on when I was a jerk. Right? <laughs> I love that. And, I and love that, but it's so true. It is true. So yeah. what I'm really trying to do is if you don't know or you have an idea, raise your hand. I mean, we instill that whole idea of, hey, what should we do with that? We don't know. What do you think? And I think some of the best ideas that have made Primex the most uh, uh, exciting company, and, and, and they do very well, is come. it's come from the hourly employees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it really is. You know, I learned from somebody early, uh, not early on, but... Uh, <laughs> Probably about six years ago, I, I met this gentleman. Excellent, excellent, excellent person. Very good friend. But what he taught me was looking for good employees and good leaders was really uh, looking for that quality that he called intellectual curiosity. And those are the people that don't care that you want to go home and the meeting's gone on too long. They're still going to ask that question because they got a question and you can't squash that type of stuff because you're right. That's where the best stuff comes from is, is, is from those when everybody's free to make mistakes. If everything were perfect, we wouldn't have 
all this creative creative beauty in the world and stuff. It came from chaos and mistakes is where all this came from and 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 heartache. And if people weren't meant to make mistakes, there would be no sense of innovation because you'd be too afraid to try. You know, that's exactly right. That's why I'm sitting in this chair because I made a hundred mistakes, so I have a resume of mistakes to say. Oh yeah. I won't do that again because here's what happened last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember reading reading a story where it was talking about IBM, where the guy who decided not to do the uh, you know the personal computers because IBM like passed on it and didn't do it, and then it got crushed. And he was going in and handing his resignation, say, "Yeah, I really screwed up that one." And the president and the CEO says, "Why would I get rid of you? I just spent like fifteen billion dollars teaching you a lesson." Right. Or like Henry Ford, he built his first car and he built it in the garage and then the door wasn't wide enough to bring it out. You couldn't get it out of the garage. So we, we might have a great idea and then we're stuck in a box. So we need somebody to, you know, hey, well, I got the box cutter. We'll open the box. We'll figure it out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk about this. Uh, so the next part of, of this I wanted to break down was um, so we achieve a sustainable business by using energy efficiency technologies, expanding recycling efforts, reducing waste, and improving operational efficiencies, which are for, I mean, you can't, you can't cover it anymore than if you just, unless you cover what you already did, which is really the human capital and valuing the human assets that you have in your business, which you obviously do. But break that down a little bit um, as far as what does that mean and what, how does that work at Primex? And it is, I mean, we want to hear about the entire industry as well, right? I mean, Primex is obviously one of those leaders, at least in the thought, if not execution. And I would, I would hazard a guess that the execution is excellent as well, as you've already given example over example. But where are you guys at according to the rest of the industry? Because we talked about your sense of 50-50. And I wanted to ask on that 50-50 investment, is the plastics manufacturing industry all on board with that or are those that are lagging behind? Well, I think you have to be fair as, as, as what, what can each business absorb, right? Yeah. Because it, it takes, a, it takes time and commitment to, to make these investments. So if, if you're an entrepreneur and, and, you know, a smaller business, five, six people, you can do a lot of sustainable efforts, but maybe you don't have the capital to make the investments. You're not at that level yet. And I think it, um, I think we as a, a plastics industry, we've always been very uh, guarded, right, of our businesses. And um, I, I really love the coopetition. So I think there has to be a lot more of sharing ideas, water conservation. Um, how did you how did you make your plant greener than this plant? Or was was Wisconsin more friendly than Texas? Or was Texas more yeah, friendly yeah, yeah, than yeah. And I think that there has to be um, a lot more focus on letting your guard down and and sharing the ideas and not think I, I've got the playbook, right? This isn't football, right? And we're not going for the Super Bowl. We want to have sustainable businesses that grow and protect planet Earth and, and create jobs for everybody. But I think we still have this like, oh, it's my book. Okay, I can buy the recipe for the Olive Garden soup on 19 websites. <laughs> Right? Yeah, you're right. So you're why right. don't we just like, let me peek at your book. I'll peek at mine. And wow, if we put those two together. And I still just think that we, we as an industry can do a lot better of sharing our, our mistakes, right? Okay, we tried this. It didn't work. Oh, well, you have this additive. Maybe that'll work. Um, so I would still like to see that happen. The Primex has the three business units. So we're a little bit blessed because each business mm. unit services a different industry, although it's still plastics. Yeah. So we, we have a little insight into different markets that some companies who are just maybe one market focused don't see. So I think the key would be for us is just everybody share more ideas. I love that. And it goes back to the sense of community too. And, and that is something also that you had in the sustainability mission statement. And I won't, I won't read the whole thing out. Um, I'll post it after this, but you do talk about Primex as being a member of the community. So I guess I would wonder, like, I, I love that. First of all, I think that's amazing. And do you, do you think this, you kind of already answered this, but do you think this is rare? Like, do you think that there are more companies that are starting to come a, around to this idea of like, we're a community with the rest of the people on the planet? Or do you think that people really still aren't listening and they're just keeping their secrets? They're not helping their communities and helping each other. 
I, I well, this could this could get me in trouble, but I, I'll say <laughs> we can cut it. <laughs> no, that's okay. I think I think it's important to to, to for people. He's to a hear. rebel. He's a rebel. Yeah. Um, gone in. You know, companies get letters all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, can I get two hundred dollars for this charity, or uh, fifty dollars for this, or we're doing that? And lots of times, you just write the check, right? Yeah. Sure. I think uh, we've done a very good job. Uh, and, and, and of course, Richmond is based in a smaller community. Uh, we're about 38,000 people um, where we're not going to just write you a check. We're going to come. We're going to show up. We're going to, you know, we're going to bring employees. We're going to, you know, we're, we want to be part. We don't want to just write a check for something. We want to understand. You're part of it. You want to be part of it. Yeah, we want to be part of it. We What's the goal? I love that. You know, where are you going with this? You know, okay, well, one recent one was a Parkinson's event. We get it. It's 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 something uh, that we, we, uh, we're passionate about. But we're not going to just write you. We want to come. We want to serve the coffee. We want to talk to people. We want to understand how we can help them meet their goals. And I think that goes back to the same values we have with our customers. What are you trying to accomplish five years from now? And then we're going to get on board. You know, what are our... You know, right. my digital marketing coordinator, Kayla, started as, as my assistant. She goes, I want to get into marketing. Okay, well, three years later, she's the digital marketing coordinator. We put a path together. That was her goal. That was her passion. Oh, okay, great. And that's what we should do. And I think I think, and I think, think, and a lot of businesses do very well at this. I think right. they get engaged. Right. Um, but it starts at home. It starts in your small local community, making an impact and then just branching out from there. And I mean, I hate to, you know, it's the pay it forward movie. If we could pick up four or five people who get, wow, we learned something. We we're, we we got a new idea. That's the new entrepreneurs that we need. It, so, it is. It is. It is. It's also brilliant marketing. Uh, and and when you say marketing, you think, well, we're just trying to make money off of telling people what we do. But in, in this case, and, and in really the, the case that I'm talking about, the marketing is really letting people know what you're doing and that you're serious about it because it, 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 it ingrains in them that they too can do something and that it's not all bad in this world. When you go out and just say, hey, we're sustainable and that's it, it doesn't mean anything or we care about our community. It doesn't mean anything. It's well, like we're taught. Short, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, I'm sure no. it also, like I'm thinking about it from the standpoint of like, you know, a lot of people have distrust for plastic companies. It's like, oh, you're the devil. You're making all the plastic, whatever. But I really think that like, you're not just coming in and saying, oh, uh, you know, we're part of your community and we're here with you and like stamping a green leaf on your stuff. Like you're actually showing up. And I'm sure that that helps speak to the sincerity of the company. And it's not just- It it really does. And bravo to you guys, because it is so important. You see all the studies that are out there. 87% will not buy from you unless you have a sustainability program and you can prove it. Or I mean, if if your competitor does and you don't, you're going to lose those people. You also can't get people like Kayla. If you have a terrible, you know, if you don't, if you don't have a sustainability, you're not working towards, you know, environmental sustainability and human rights and so on and so forth, and don't have a good, strong ESG message and CSR message in your company, Kayla's not going to come work for you. She's right. not. And once she gets there, if it's BS, she's gone. You're not going to retain her. She's gone. She's going to be to somebody else. So you guys are, you guys are definitely doing it right. One of the things that I see over and over in here, and I heard it from you, we talked about, are you the BASF of plastics, right? So to speak, right? And you kind of, you kind of are, right? You guys aren't really uh, B to C, you're B to B, right? And when you say, you know, you've got this strong urge, I mean, and I get it. I, I understand your sustainability and your, and your commitment and your mission for, for uh, 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 being strong stewards and educating the uh, future stewards of our, of our planet. I get it. That's what we talk about here as well. How about your customers? How much is it of you selling this to your customers? And how much would you say is your customers pulling it from you? What's that demand for your customers? How accepting are they of this? What do you, would you say that that kind of ratio is is there? I know you're, you're a leader in some ways, and there's some that are asking you. I guess what I'm asking is, is the community of manufacturers embracing this? And are you seeing more and more demand for this type of stuff? And you've got to step up your game in order to, to, to meet that? A quick question. What is BASF? I've never heard that term before. Oh, 
It's it's a huge chemical company. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, they're they're <laughs> massive. They're okay. they're massive, and they were like before you know that dun, 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 Intel inside. You know the Intel inside that you see, yeah. right? So the Intel inside, I mean, they're not, you don't buy an Intel computer, but Intel makes it run. They're inside it, mm-hmm. right? Before them, there used to be these commercials from BASF, which is this huge chemical company. And they really didn't tell you much of what they did other than we don't make the pen. We make the pen better. BASF. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and that would be about it. Well, I'm not comparing myself to BASF or Prime. Yeah, I mean, yeah right. But, right. I'm not saying you're that big, but I'm just saying you, you guys are not selling to the consumer. You're selling to the business and the, to make their products be, better to be able to sell and their efficiencies better to be able to sell to the computer. Right. right. And I, I think, I think it's what's important is what we've seen, you know, in the beginning, Primex, uh, and our ownership took a very strong stance that we were going to be leaders in, in, in what we talk about our community and our employees and environment. Um, obviously, with legislation and the the market buzz of you know oceans being filled with plastics, and um, there's been a shift. The, the the shift is it's very difficult to recycle plastics and make a, a, a new product out of it. It's costly. Um, most of the time, the consumers don't want to spend more for a product that's been recycled or mm-hmm. renewable because it's 40 or 50% more. Now what you're seeing is when you have a business like ours that's B2B, where we can actually partner with our customers or partner with suppliers, that we're, we're changing that narrative. We're changing that cost structure, structure because we're sharing and collaborating on how do we create a better product mm. and make it consumer friendly and economical. And that's the, that was always the trick. I, I, we could have told you five years ago, we could make you, you know, every canoe in the world could be recycled and it'll cost you, you know, $9,000 a canoe. Nobody's going to pay. That is is true. That's that shift. The consumer has to respect that what we're trying to do is deliver a product that still allows them to buy both, you know, Doug and Julie, their canoe to go out on the lake and make it affordable for the family. Um, and then work with the producers to say, the manufacturers of that, how can we help you put 30 or 40% back in there to make it that way? So I think there's a huge shift. Um, I think you'll see some shifts where people want to just say they're going to do it because they need that buzzword on their website um, versus actually really engaging in that discussion. And, uh, and sometimes they're, they're not easy discussions. No, uh, they're, they're not. Like, they're not. You're right. You're right. And when you, and, when, and when you look at your P&L and the investment, sometimes you have to say, I got to take a step backwards to take five steps forward. And that's not always an easy discussion if you're sitting in my chair with a board of directors to say, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drive this business unit down to like break even for a little while while we do this stuff. You know, it's well, hopefully you've got some visionaries and, and hopefully they understand the concept of fail fast and, and understand that, that this is what's got to do. Because I mean, how much of it moving forward and getting more and more, uh, uh, I guess, ec- economical, economically viable for consumers, et cetera, because there is a certain amount that at least say and it's a majority that will say that they will spend a little bit more. Now, how much that is, is it varies, right? They're not going to spend five bucks more for a pen, but they'll spend five bucks more for like maybe, you know, their shoes, <laughs> right? Or something like right. that. It's a percentage type of thing. But so how much of that is like volume that if we just get everybody to start doing this, the 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 laws of competition and volume will start to bring this down because there'll be so many more innovations in manufacturing and collection and processing and logistics of moving and supply chains, et cetera, that it naturally has to come down. First, uh, I remember flat screen TVs when I was in Miami were like $11,000 for one that was like a 17 inch. Yep. 11 grand for a 17 inch flat screen TV. That's no bull. That was at a Brands Mart in, in, I think it was in Hialeah. Now, uh, <laughs> wow. now they're like, yeah, 150 bucks and you got a 55 inch. <laughs> but you know, you bring up a good point. I mean, I think the more, the, the more we focus on it, the stronger we get. And, and, and that's, that's what manufacturing does. So, you know, when people look back through the course of time is, 
you know, Ford didn't make the car. He figured out how to make more of them. Right. Right. So he wasn't the inventor of the vehicle. He just figured out how to make, make it more efficient. Um, as long as it was black. Right. And, and, and that reason <laughs> it was black is because it dried faster. Right. Well, you so, know, uh, and, and here's the thing I learned when I was I was selling cars at one point in my life. And one thing I learned, I was working for uh, Honda and BMW, a dealership. And one thing I learned in a Honda is no matter what trim level you look at it in a cord, they all have the exact same stuff. And you'll see the same holes. You'll see the same stuff because they make them the exact same way. That's why their quality and their, their expense is is are, are, the quality is high and expense is so low comparative to other other because they do it the same way, no matter what it is. <laughs> And that's what's going to happen in manufacturing. I mean, the stronger we get and the more products we try and the more we trip, we get more efficient, right? So we will drive the cost down. We will, you know, not every product can be 100% recycled plastic, but it can have a portion. We can put things back into it um, and then we can capture it back. And then, of course, the other side of that is the plastics industry has to look at the developing worlds uh, as well. And how do we help support their need for infrastructure to, mm. to capture those things back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there's so much we can create with it. It's, it's pretty exciting and we'll get the efficiencies. I mean, oh, that's yeah. what manufacturing does. We'll get them. We'll drive the cost down, but it's still new. We're going to trip. We're going to fall. Um, um, but yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. No doubt about it. So, uh, three numbers, 200 million plus pounds, 375,000 square feet and 300,000 kilowatt hours. These are some of the impacts that Primex is having, right? 200 million. Well, you said it 260 million pounds you will reach, yep. right? And wow. recycled yep. plastic being purchased and plans. You look on the website, the plan is to grow that significantly and keep and improving that 375,000 square feet dedicated for recycling. So uh, you're actually doing the collection and recycling of this plastic, not just buying the recycled plastic. Is that right? Is that no, what that you, means? If you came into one of our facilities and I always like taking the kids coming because uh, they'll come and see a, uh, you know, a hot tub or they'll see a, a canoe or they'll see a porta potty. And they're like, why do you have all those stacked over there? We're going to grind them up. We're gonna, there you go. We're going to grind them up. We're going to clean them. We're going to. We're going to put them back into a, a, a plastic. You know, we'd love to say that we're at 400 million pounds. We'll get to 400 million pounds. Yeah. Primex yeah. has something they're, they're foot for. We'll get, we're going to get to the point where we're, we're recycling 400 million pounds annually. Wow. Um, now, and, the other and, side and, is that one of the other sides is energy. How is that? How is that doing? What are you guys doing in energy, renewable energy? Well, the, the, our, our Rageburg facility really took that, and that goes back to Blake, who's on our sustainability team, as he really focused his facility to be a green uh, green facility, and he worked with the uh, uh, the local municipalities, and, and he, he achieved that. And the other side of that is driving down our water usage. You know, obviously, everything, everything we do is um, is either cooled by water, uh, and so we utilize a lot of water in our Tennessee facility. Uh, is recapturing their water that they use all day long and recycling it so they don't, you know, it used to just go right back into the storm system and away it went. It's water, right? You turn it on the sink, it goes down the drain, and away it goes. Well, in a manufacturing facility, you're using thousands of gallons a day. So that's a huge focus for us uh, as well. And then obviously the other side of that is, uh, is, is getting allowing our employees to get back into the community and you know uh, we just had you know earth day planting trees and gave trees to all our employees and uh we do what we can do um and then obviously the investments in lighting uh there's you know all kinds of different uh, things we're doing there mm -hmm. um, and actually it goes back to what's the most important thing in your business which is your your people right mm -hmm. so yep. we're looking at how do we go back to it sounds silly, but going back to the 30s and 40s where you went by factories and they had a lot of windows. Yeah. Uh, and everybody said, well, we got rid of those. Now we're just, a, you go in the dark manufacturing building. So yeah. we're, we're looking at ways, how do we open it up? How do we let more natural light in? How do we let be less dependent on electricity? Because we use a lot, but then also it, I think it's two-sided. Our employees want to look outside. Right. Yeah, fluorescent lighting makes you tired and uh, yeah, no, you yeah. Need, need some so vitamin D. How do we, 
Yeah, how do we, we let some natural light in without using electricity and, and make it a, a more of a campus environment? I mean, I, it will sound goofy or Google-ish or Apple or whatnot, but it's it's the same thing. When we came out of, you know, we came out of COVID, it was we were we went back to being a little bit more uh, business casual, not the sport coat every day. And I I think the productivity went up. Right? Every yeah. Day. It's weird. People can actually get things done if they're wearing yeah. sweatpants. They can still yeah. actually work. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's it's you know it's good. I don't, I don't want any political advertisements on the T-shirt. We want to look presentable, but but uh, make it more of a campus environment. Let the juices flow, and and, and that's what yeah. Primex is really doing across the board. And and I it, it's re- I think it's really working. I love that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, hey, Doug, this has been awesome. I wanted to end. We always end with, on a news uh, story, and. Uh, this is no exception. We're going to do that. And we were going to actually have you on a week earlier, but you were involved in something much more important. And I agree a hundred percent with this. You want to talk about this a little bit? I believe this is, this is uh, prayers for Sierra, right? That you guys have been involved there in your community, your home community there. Primex is home community of, of Richmond, right? Yeah, I think uh, the, to be fair, I mean, we all watch the news. It's tough to watch sometimes these days. Sure. We've got a lot of, uh, of violence uh, throughout the world. Um, however, Primex is headquarters in, in Richmond, Indiana. We're a small community, blue-collar manufacturing town. Um, again, about 38,000 people. We had an, uh, an officer uh, uh, get wounded uh, and, and then passed away. Um, yeah. It's just one of those where you, yeah. What, what, what can you do in in these situations? So uh, originally, we were just going to make a sign for our first responders for their yards with her pictures mm-hmm. uh, and prayers for her because uh, she did hang on for for quite some time. Um, and then it, it then just got contagious, and we made forty one hundred signs, and they were all over the community. Uh, we never we didn't ask for anything at all. Um, but now we're collecting them back, uh, and we're going to take those those signs that were, you know, in people's front yards and businesses, um, and we're going to re-extrude some sheet, and we're going to do a mural for the police department's training facility, and then a smaller mural for each one of our family members. Love so, that. but I think it's it's nothing that uh, we did. It was just it just had to be done. Um, and and I'll I'll tell you what I, like I said earlier when when COVID hit I loved being a leader and seeing how we adapted. Uh, Sierra brought a community together, and now we can't let that go. So we right. have to really uh, just out of respect for her uh, and her family is is um, and it's not a business thing. It's not a marketing thing. It's how do we just latch arms and not let these things continue to happen. Um, and that's, yeah. So it was a, a tragic event, as you can tell, but yeah. uh, I'm, I'm so proud of it. I mean, and it, this was down to, you know, food trucks giving, you know, all their profits to the family. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, it, creating it, awareness, bringing something good, bringing something good, because I believe that we are all the answer to prayers and I'm not going to get too religious or anything, but I think we're all the answers to prayer. If you open yourself up to prayer, you're going to bless people. And this is a way to really open those people up to that. They still have time to get these signs back to you guys, right? You, you've made 4,100. You're still collecting them, I believe through this, through uh, this weekend, right? Through, through, Friday, through the through 14th of October. And, and I, I, and I get it. So, you know, some signs we're not going to get back. Yeah. Uh, they're not getting mine back. I got it. In my, in yeah, my I, know, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's a good reminder. But uh, for the ones that, you know, we do get back. I didn't want them to go anywhere else, but back into something that would respect uh, her memory. So that's what we're, what we're doing. And and guess what? Because Primex made the investments, I, I had the luxury and the, the ability to do it. So yeah. I, I didn't even, you know, what's great is I didn't even have to go up the ladder and ask anything. I just did it. Right. right. So, and and again, I think that's, you know, but you, like you said, uh, prayer and and hugs go a long way. They absolutely do. They absolutely do. I love it. I love it. Emma, you got anything else you want to grill Doug about? 
Oh, I have so much more, but we have been on for quite a while. But I'm, I'm, I'm we can very always interested. revisit. We can yeah, always revisit. I was say, we might have to. Yeah, uh, it was funny. My uh, uh, Kayla told me uh, she goes, "Hey, do I need to come back and help you with this?" I'm like, "I think I can figure out how to get on my computer." And of course, and I struggled a little bit. But she's like, "She's like, you know, they got it slated for like 45 minutes. They don't, but they must not know that you can talk forever." You, know, I mean, you get me excited about you know the world and how we can do great things. You know, I'll, I'll come back anytime because I. I'll go home and be energized. My poor fiance is going to be like, okay, I heard about it already. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Can we just watch The Voice or something now? Can you just. <laughs> well, I think so Blake Shelton's not going to be a judge. <laughs> he isn't? Wait, he's no. on this. He's on right now, isn't he? He's on this. Yeah, but he, this, this is going to be his last year. He didn't renew. Oh, well, he's been here for like 22 years anyway, so time, time to do something else. Time to do something else. But uh, anyways, uh, so Doug, where do people get uh, you know in touch with you guys? For us, hey, go to thesustainiacs at gmail.com and send us comments, send us questions, hit us up. If you want to be on your win a business, hit us up there. Hit me up at Michael Vincent or the Sustainiacs on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook. All those places is where I'm at. Emma, where are they hitting you up at? I'm on Instagram, Emma underscore Sustainiacs. And actually right now I'm doing a Pets of the Pod series. So oh, yeah, I got to send you mine. I got to send you mine. If you want to show send off, send it to me and I will post. Because there you go, Doug. You got to send her something if you got to post. Last week when we were with If you Bobby. don't, just make it up, dude. He's got a pet. Oh, and, 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 and I've, got, I've got a great pet picture for you. So oh, I'll send right. it over to me. Yeah. yeah. Last awesome, week we awesome. were on the pod with Bonnie Monteleone and our both both of our pets were just going wild. So I was like, you know what? I want to post these cute animals on my feed. So definitely send that over if anyone has any. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And Doug, where Doug, where are people going to hit you up and learn more about Primex uh plastics and what you guys are doing there sustainability wise the and give you I think the best way, and Kayla would be mad if I didn't say it, is go to our brand new website. It's, you know, primexplastics.com. You can find all of our LinkedIn, our Facebook uh, links there as well. And then, uh, or you just, just shoot me an email right through our website and I guarantee you I'll respond. So, uh, right on. Um, yep. Yeah, that's go there, go there, people. Learn what the plastics industry is doing. There's good people out there trying to make it right, uh, just like all of us are. And we all need to work together, as Doug pointed out in their mission and vision statement. And uh, they're proving that they're doing it every day. So how about it, folks? Let's, let's, uh, we need to embrace each other and uh, sing a little kumbaya, maybe drink a little vino and, and get the job done, right? Amen. I like the vino part for sure. There you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, cool. But until next time, we'll see you guys.